Hey, hey! Welcome to Bonus Barrel. I'm Rob, and with me in the room today is... Seiji. And not with us physically, but in spirit, and uh, what, how should we say, electronically, left. Yes. What am left? I feel like a robot. Yeah, you, kinda, <laughs> you are more robotic than Seiji. Left is sick, but the trooper he is, is, is I guess you could say... I was going to say Skyping, but I guess G-chatting in on us. Our first ever attempt at a remote conversation. Yeah, fancy. And we're very unprepared, so it's really just one of our mics near Sadie's laptop. So <laughs> yeah. the left is going to look kind of weird. <laughs> um, yeah, so today's episode. Uh, I'm going to start things off with Pikachu Detective. I watched the trailer. <laughs> Great Detective Pikachu, yeah. the, the birth of a new duo or something like that. <laughs> I kind of, when I first saw the trailer, I was like, what the fuck? But then I was like, you know, I kind of like this. I, I think that I'm amused by it. I watched it a couple times to really let it soak in. It was kind of creepy. Yeah, a little but bit. hilarious. Okay. Oh, man. I don't, I don't know why creepy. I think adorable was the right word. Pikachu with the detective hat on. The voice was creepy. That's what we mean. I suppose. Well, especially when okay, they, okay, especially sure. when it's that Pikachu talking to like a regular Pikachu, and it's yeah. like really odd. <laughs> that was weird. And what's with the style? Like the, it was like a, almost a Disney looking style for the character. Did you notice that? It yeah. wasn't, wasn't overly anim- yeah, anime really style. Was. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, it was something special. I'm looking Maybe forward. it does a new direction because did, did you guys see that that uh, Super Bowl commercial? Uh, yeah, I did watch it. The it anniversary. Was kind of. <sighs> it's kind of like it's in this, rendered in the same style. I think. I don't know if I like. The way the Pokemon are rendered in the real world, they look kind of like fake. Uh, did you get the message that like if you're like black, you're like super athletic, or you're you're like this race, you you're you're really apt for that sport or whatever activity. But if you're Asian, you're really good at Pokemon. Did you get <laughs> you had no special thing. That's right. So the first one was uh, was sun somewhere in South America, and the and the kid ran really fast on top of mountains. Like uh-huh. literally, what happened? Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. we switched to America. No, we switched to girl, a white girl. Probably in the UK or something, playing chess, and she's really good. She beats everybody. Oh yeah, and yeah, then yeah. we switch to uh, America, and the guys are all in football. Yeah, with 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 the you notice they had the uh, soul badge or or the fire badge on their helmet. I don't know. There's a whole bunch of references I read in the comments, and okay. it actually references. There's like their dates are on the jerseys and shit, and there's like Moo Moo Milk in the background. All this. Oh, like one of them's like Route 12 is blocked by large Pokemon. All that stuff's all over the commercials, so that's cool. That's cool. Anyways, and then we get to Japan, and that guy's like, he's just a Pokemon trainer. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're good at. <laughs> yeah, nothing else. <laughs> he, he couldn't have been like, I'm surprised they just didn't have him like in a martial arts tournament or something uh-huh. like that, and then he picks up a Pokeball. Okay, so I saw the commercial spot, and and it's for, it's for the Super Bowl, so it's going to be seen by a lot of people. It's yeah, about but it's 20, not 20th anniversary yeah. of Pokemon. But it's kind of pointless because they're not announcing anything. Yeah, there's nothing announced. It was just like, hey guys, remember Pokemon? No one's forgot Pokemon, so yeah. I don't... Now, remember this. When 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 it was the 30th anniversary for Mario, which was last year, yeah. we got Super Mario Maker. Yep. Um, In the 25th, we got Super Mario All-Stars, I think. Did we? Oh, on Wii Net- Virtual Network or something? No, no, you you have a you have you have That's a copy old. for Wii. Yeah, that, that was for like oh for the twenty fifth anniversary. Yes, yeah. So and so on, right? Yeah. For this year's Zelda's thirtieth and Pokemon's twenty Pokemon's twentieth. Mm. So Man, are you guys cool. expecting like a big title for Pokemon and Zelda? Even I'm, though Nintendo hasn't announced anything in well, like ages, Zelda is likely going to is ideally in an ideal world will be the Wii U one or sorry the NX one, which you guys say is not going is not coming out this year. I think they're going to try their best for the thirtieth. What do you think, Left? 
I think I think all they're doing for Pokemon, by the sounds of it, is they're just re-releasing what red, blue, and yellow. Like, that yeah. seems to be the big thing right now for we Pokemon. Get Pokemon. But I don't think they're doing anything else with it. Well, Pokemon comes out this year. Uh, Pokemon will, will be part of it. Which I yeah. pre-ordered with yeah. the cool controller. Apparently, comes there's a special controller you can order, so I pre-ordered that too. All right. Uh, I think it'll be fun. Anyways, there's that, and I'm sure they're going to announce Pokemon Z, Pokemon Z, whatever you prefer. They got to. They have to. They gotta. I agree, but I feel like we would have, we should have heard from it by now. But well, E3, man, e, we don't know if they're going to announce something in E3 and, and pull a, a Bethesda and have it out that year. In an ideal yeah, world, maybe. I doubt it though because you know that never right. happens. Oh man, Nintendo owes us like like <laughs> you're entitled, oh, man. A whole E3. That's yeah. that's how much they owe us. Because <laughs> they, they, they had nothing, and what they announced didn't come out. <laughs> hey, all the stuff they had already announced came out when it was supposed to. I really want to play except for Star Fox. Yeah, and I kind of want to play the Shin Megami Tensei Fire Emblem already. What's taking them so long? Yeah, you know, speaking of Fire Emblem. So did you hear they took out another mode from the or localizing? When they're localizing, they took out the the. You remember Pokemon Ami? What? You remember in uh, Pokemon X and Y the Pokemon Ami mode where you pet okay. the Pokemon to feed it? Well, in Fire Emblem, there's a mode where you can do that minus the feeding with characters. So you go in this mode where you can pet the humans, the, the humans, like pet and rub them and stuff. <laughs> okay. And they're taking that out of the American version, which I'm okay with. But now people are even more like you're censoring us, Nintendo. Because they also censored the whole potion that makes the straight or makes the gay character straight for a little while, and they were removing that too. Which I, I'm okay with all that. Remove the, they shouldn't even be in the game. It's it's silly. But anyways, are, the, are these games like rated for like children or? Something, that's the or? thing. All the Fire Emblem. Now I'm not a huge. I like Fire Emblem, but I'm not like a massive Fire Emblem fan. The first one I really got into was Awakening, but they were never fan servicey games. They were just kind of like war stories, right? Left. You play a lot of them. Pretty. Yeah, yeah, they're just just pretty standard tactic stories, but yeah. you know how those stories kind of evolve. Um, they've always been that way. So yeah, and now Awakening did really well, and I think it attracted a lot of fan bases, especially online. So I don't know if that's a reason why they're changing it or not. I, I really don't know why it's it's going in a weird direction, like an unnecessary. Direction. Yeah, you're you're right about that. Um, I think I think you're right though about how Awakening just kind of kind of blew it up like Fire Emblem was always you know one of those known series but not super popular and then just with the Awakening I really find that it it got really popular so I wouldn't be surprised if they take some of the success that you know they had in Awakening like all the relationships and stuff like that and they're just trying to carry that on in different ways well Megan told me that she had read that that Fire Emblem was going to be the last one if it didn't do well and it wound up doing really well over here oh yeah yeah so yeah it did really really well Interesting. Didn't yeah. know that. Anyways, I don't. I, when I was talking to Marshall about the localization thing, I mean, my opinion was, I mean, things have been being localized and changed since video games have came become coming over from Japan. Like an example being the Final Fantasy, the original games, they removed all the crosses to not offend the Christians. And uh, you know, it's, I think it was silly to remove that because that's inoffensive to me. Mm-hmm. But. And I can understand why some people would be upset about this, but I don't. It's such a pointless mechanic that I'm not bothered by it but it does open up that whole broader question of when when will it be too far or when will they stop you know if you can remove one thing are you going to remove it because that, that in a way is a whole gameplay mode it's pointless it's kind of stupid but but it is a gameplay mode and they are removing it what's your well, opinion you're getting a lesser version even if it's something yes yeah pointless it's I don't know but really is it because 
like Western audiences are not ready or no, no, it's, well, not ready, but I wouldn't say ready, but we we're we're more PC, I think, than a lot. Like North America is becoming more PC than a lot of other countries, and I think mm-hmm. they don't want to get that negative publicity or the fact is that it wouldn't be received as well when those types of things come over. And there's mm-hmm. some truth to that, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if the majority of people, the people who don't have a voice, i.e., people who don't bother going online to complain about it. I really don't know if it would actually affect sales that much, but you're going to have people online who will either be pro or against that decision. I mean, it's difficult to really predict it. But What kind of things do you, do you see being removed in an American version of a game, oh. but for Japan? You I know can't what I mean? think of anything that would be removed. Right. Like, know. would they take, oh, clothing off characters. <laughs> well, <laughs> Years that's... of their age off characters. <laughs> but I mean, that, that's even like adding features. I mean, they are, I know they're removing <laughs> clothing, but it's an added feature. But, you know, something that would be removed for them. I don't know. I can't think of anything. Uh, no? Okay. It's always, Violence, it's always the other case, right? It usually is. Mm. What do you think, Lef? Well, you know, I know that Nintendo kind of has this awkward stance on, on homosexuality in a way. So, mm. like, any kind of game from North America that could have some sort of connotations like that may be no. removed in Japan. Look like, at their I'm dating sure, sims. But... All the visual novels and stuff Jordan play, there's definitely a, what is, there's a whole uh, Yuri and, and Yaoi? Are, are, there's like two terms specifically for those things. I think that they, that stuff still sells in a media fashion over there. Mm. So, yeah, fair enough. But fair if it enough. wasn't, maybe if it wasn't a raunchy, no, I think it wouldn't get censored. I think it would just, I don't think there's anything we could do. What, what about that indie game? Never mind, I don't even want to go down that path. I think there's an indie game that was really dark that was banned in a lot of places, but I don't think... Uh, shower, maybe, no. maybe Shower with My Dad Simulator would be a little edgy there. Yeah, that I don't know if that was banned from Japan, though. You never know. You like that game, right? It's... I'm, I'm heard about it. You never heard of it? It's on Steam. It's called Shower with Your Dad Simulator. It's this 8-bit version. It looks kind of like Custer's Revenge, uh-huh. and you yeah, shower with your dad. It's really kind of, it's disgusting. But it's not like, you don't look at anything disgusting because it's it's so abstract, it doesn't mean anything. But but the concept is so well, all you weird. Do is you just run to, which, it's kind of like a race game too, because you play a kid of a certain race, and then it shows three dads, and you have to run to the dad that yeah. matches your race. If you're brown, you run to the brown dad. Okay. So <laughs> it's, it's a stupid game. But it's on Steam, so. Did it, it get past three? That game should be banned everywhere. It's weird. It's so dumb. Um, oh, speaking of games that are not whatever, that's not a good segue. Mighty Number no. Nine was delayed again. Again, yeah. yeah. I don't know. So you know, till till spring twenty sixteen now. Not even a date. So it went from February whatever it was ninth or something to to spring TV. People are not happy. Is it, not so much. I don't. Yeah, know. and I read this big thing that big uh, paragraph thing that. What's Ken Ken Keji Inafune? Um, wrote up, and he's saying that he thinks it's going to come out soon enough. Like from what I gathered, he was only expecting like a month's delay this time. <laughs> but you know, it's it's hard to have any confidence because this is what the third time it's been delayed. Yeah, I mean, I don't personally care just because I have too many games to play right now, anyways. But I want to yeah, play. Yeah, I know. I do want. I do want to it's, play it. It's mostly, I think, a big deal because it was a big Kickstarter, right? So everyone who funded it is now probably growing rather impatient, which is why I think it gets as much headline as it does. I think that's fair. I didn't uh, fund it. 
so I guess that's why I don't I I don't have that sense of entitlement, but I think that sense of entitlement is deserved when you kickstart it and are told, you know, yeah. a certain date and then it's delayed. It was delayed yeah. like three or four times, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, it, yeah. In your in a way, you're a financial backer to the project. Yeah. And when you're being told it's delayed, it's kind of a disappointment, even if you're only financially backing it because you want to play it. True. But still, they definitely you're right. They they definitely have some sort of entitlement. How much rage do you have over this left? Uh, I'm like, like, like you, there's games I'm playing, so I don't know if, when I'll even get around to it, if it came out this month, so right. I'm not, I'm yeah. not upset by it, but the sooner it comes out, the better, one, but one. then again, I'd rather wait for a better, a more complete version, if there's any kind of bugs or anything, because yeah, that's, that's what they keep yeah, playing yeah, yeah. for, it's to it, find <laughs> bugs. I agree with that, and one last, uh, kind of newsy thing was, uh, Valkyria Chronicles is getting a PS4 remake release. Yeah. Oh, it's coming over here in spring, I think, actually. Which I, I have not played it yet. A game that I, I have for PS3, but I've been really itching to play. So I'll probably just get the PS4 version and, and play that one instead. So I'm pretty pumped for that. That game looks great. I like the characters in Project Crossstone quite a bit, so it really makes you want to play the game. Yeah, they were like the gun people, right? Yes. they're and one, one of them turns into Valkyrie, she's blue hair. Yeah, right, 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 right. right. Those, those are cool. Um, Leaks. Internet leaks. Yes, please. Uh, so I, I want to talk about what's in games, but after we do this kind of stuff. So what have you, what leaks have so you So internet leakers, you know, it, it, that happens every week. Whistleblowers? It happens every <laughs> week, right? But now something something new happened. What so leakers announced or leakers leaked Ooh. that they were going to leak okay. something this is a last leak. Monday. On I mean, that was last Friday. Okay. They said there, there was a huge leak. Uh, involving Nintendo for Monday. Right. Then they couldn't wait or something, oh. or they just leaked themselves. Yeah. And they announced that uh, <laughs> there's a Paper Mario for Wii U right. coming, and that is being localized right is now. Is there any proof of that, other than them just saying it? No, I mean, it's the, I read it on, on the Twitter of uh, Emily Rogers, which apparently is a, it's a famous leaker or informant. Um, okay. Um, and... A lot of news outlets were reporting on it, yeah, like, like serious that. ones. So I guess there's some validity to it, but no, but nothing obviously. Confirmed. That would be awesome. That if, would be awesome if it's an actual Paper Mario game, uh, not like a weird version. Like I, I, I'm, I'm saying Paper Mario in the spirit of the original Paper mm-hmm. Mario and its sequel, which I've heard is oh, amazing. Thousand Year Door is awesome. I've not oh. played the original, but I played Thousand Year Door and I loved it. Mm. That would be great. You no, know, I'm I'll, I'm really skeptical about this leak. I really I'm not buying into this to be quite honest. Because like I know they do, they're doing Paper Jam, which is coming out or out. It's out. When, when's that set out yet? So it's out. So yeah. yeah. So I and I, I have a hard time imagining they would have done that, and they would be working on some secret Paper Mario game and have not announced it, which is kind of a game a lot of people would be really excited to hear about. Like, and you say it's being localized, so that means it's already done and they're just localizing it for North America that's weird is it really like Nintendo to not talk about a Mario game well you see that's what I mean. but you see you sometime uh, at some point last year there was like a huge meeting in Germany or something like that it, it, there was a briefing uh, somebody took a took a photo of, of a briefing that was Gamescon right I think so I don't remember and and it looked pretty legit and it said that there was a Paper Mario Wii U on oh, development yeah. remember that yeah, vaguely so yeah. I mean those two things might be related. I don't know. I would be excited, very excited. Oh, if, I would be too. I if it's an actual Paper Mario, oh, because Paper it's Mario, great. I mean, if it's real, Sticker yeah. Star, 
It's awful. I haven't played that one. I have it, but I don't don't play it. I'll and play and, it and then Paper Jam, I've heard is bad too. So whatever. Yeah, I have not heard good things about Paper Jam, which I actually would wait to buy it. I usually get these things new, but I'll just wait. Until oh, and Super Paper Mario. Don't don't even. Get I heard me that's pretty fun, them. man. It is, but it's not a Paper though. Mario. Okay, that's fair. I guess you'd rather they call it like sticker. Would if they have called it Sticker Mario for the 3DS one? Would you have been happier? <laughs> Why, why did they create just a new franchise for that? Yeah, Sticker Mario. Right? No, it's Sticker something, <laughs> right? I don't know. Sticker... Stick Tune? I've, okay, so I've said this a, lot, this a lot, but... I mean, imagine if Super Paper Mario... Yes. ...was Super Paper something else, right? Right. Generic. A, a new a new character. We we would have sequels. Possibly. You know, because if it, if it that help. mechanic was pretty neat. What would they have been... What would they call it, though? They would have called him, like, Flat Boy or something. I don't know. Super... Paper flat boy. Yeah. Interdimension <laughs> boy. I, I don't know. Yeah. Hackle boy. Yeah. <laughs> Hackle boy. Well, that is definitely some things. Um, I beat three games yeah, last weekend. I mean, from the last time we were recording to now, yeah. you beat three, three games. Four games, actually, if I count four. Pink Heaven. Uh, so, I beat Brothers, which I want to talk about in a second, Mighty Switch Force, mm. and Kirby 2. All right, and two, two yeah. which the Game Boy are digital. Yes. Wow. No, actually, Brothers was a physical. I got oh, the physical okay. version, okay. Um, but I also downloaded Shantae for the Game Boy Color okay. virtual console mm-hmm. because it because it's what is it left? I think eight hundred dollars for the cart. Yeah, for inbox eight hundred twenty five dollars. Yeah, it's disgusting. So yeah, and it's like four hundred for the cart. So I will never own it, and I the other ones are digital, and I, and I like the series, so I bought it, uh, but. Brothers ousted Undertale for me in terms of emotional investment and narrative. Mm-hmm. It was so good. I like. I think you really should play. It's a puzzle game, puzzle puzzle action game. Maybe you could say mm-hmm. there's not really any enemies in the mm-hmm. game, uh, and you're going on this quest to save their their father. Uh-huh. I don't want to spoil anything for it. Yeah, but it's so good. It's about a three or four hour game, mm. and uh, I loved. it. Every second of it, it was so charming and awesome. You gotta give it a try then. Yeah, and it tells it has tells it, the story is pretty deep, but there's not really any cutscenes. It's all kind of told as you're playing, and there's no all the voices are gibberish. They're not actually talking, mm-hmm. so it's like you put the words in your own head, I guess. But there's so much emotion and and good acting as they're going, and all right. oh, it's so good. I can't praise it enough. I, if you two would let play it, we should do a review. It's so who's, good. Who's a uh, developer? I. Don't remember. Okay. I think an indie one. Okay. Um, I wrote it down when I beat it, but I can't remember mm-hmm. the top of my head. But Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons is actually the full full one, and you can get it on Steam, uh, digitally or physically for PS4. Great. Mighty Switch Force. Have you guys all played that? No. Have you played it left? No, it sounds familiar. But Brothers was developed by Starbeast Studios. Oh, nice. Published by Five Hundred Five Games. Where are they from? Bam. Let's find out. Game Boy Access. Uh, information on Brothers Developer <laughs> Star Brave Studios. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Star Brave Studios. I like that you kind of sound like a computer right now. With you being... Like, <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah. Uh, it's not really saying. I don't know if they've done much. Else. Oh, they're in Sweden. They're in oh. Stockholm, Sweden. Swedish game. Yeah, it's yeah. good, man. It's yeah, so it's good. Swedish. You guys are going to play it. Mighty Switch Force, another game I think you'd both like. This yeah. is a digital game. By Way Forward, who actually developed Shantae as well, uh, mm-hmm. is this, this little puzzle game. Puzzle, platformer, side-scrolling game. Uh, pretty fun. Beautiful-looking game. Awesome music. It's 
not super hard. You'll die, but you could start over right away. You have health. When you run out of health, it's game over. You have to start at that level again. But it gets ridiculously hard the last couple stages. The last stage took me like two hours. I was actually playing at like 2 or 3 a.m. And I was like, I got to stop tonight. And I put the game down and then I beat it the next morning. So hard. But very rewarding. And it doesn't, it's not cheap at any point. It's all the game itself. So Isn't WayForward the ones who developed that weird game about the alien um, armors and... Oh, uh, you're thinking uh, Sigma Star. I don't think... Okay, Sigma Star. I hope not. I don't think so. No? WayForward did Avoid Us Blob Remake. Um, and other good games. <laughs> I can't think of me off the top of my head. Shantae <laughs> series, and there's some other ones. Oh, Seiji, Seiji is totally right. Developer, we Are you serious? Did they re- Oh yeah, my god. Yeah. But they're good though. I don't, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Sigma Star was a misfire, I guess. <laughs> it, it is an ambitious project. It was. Uh, these, it's just bad. Because <laughs> the Shantae game and stuff is really fun, mm-hmm. and Mighty Switch Force is a blast, and Fucking the boy in his blob is great. I I really like Way Four. I did not. I forgot that they did because uh, I remember the art style in Sigma Star is quite similar to Shantae. And yeah, so yeah. I mean, not every studio is a perfect game. Platinum did that Korra game that's not very well received, and Platinum's an awesome developer. So mm, yeah. So you know what? Sigma Star, don't play it. Play their other games. And last, a uh, Kirby Two, the Game Boy one, awesome game. You know, I'm going trying to get through all the Kirby games Isn't over time. The Kirby Two, yeah, but. Isn't the Kirby... Kirby's originally for the Game Boy, Yes. Right? The first Kirby game was a Game Boy game. Okay, so this is the second yeah. Game this Boy? Yeah. This is the one that introduces Animal Friends. Oh, right. Pretty fun. It's like a three or four hour game. I, I liked it. Mm-hmm. And also Pink Heaven is this... Well, just use your imagination and you can imagine what Pink Heaven's like. I uh, enjoyed every every minute of Pink Heaven. So, yeah. And now I'm playing something the left will want to talk about. Final Fantasy Explorers. Left. Yeah. Loves it. I do. I do. It's it's basically Final Fantasy meets Monster Hunter. It really is. I could not be happier with this game. I like it. It's good. I think it's good. I was really worried when I realized that it was this Monster Hunter kind of clone because I know Rob does not like Monster Hunter. I want to love Monster Hunter. So I thought I was going to be playing mostly by myself here. So so many people have it though. A bunch of people work have it. Uh, Infrequent listener, friend of the show, Jordan. Uh, has it. Uh, Megan, my partner in life, has it. And uh, Left, of course. And I think I think listener of the show, Greg, is getting it. So lots of people are playing this game. It's very easy yeah, multiplayer. Yeah, our good buddy Dan's getting it too. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it's it's so. fun. But I don't like Monster Hunter, but I like Final, I love Final Fantasy. So, mm-hmm. And it does think it's more simpler and easier to access than the Monster Hunter series, I find. Yes, so I've been yeah, enjoying that, it more. That's the thing that I'm liking about it the most is that a lot of the features that make Monster Hunter kind of annoying, like how you have item caps on everything, you yeah. only carry 10 of something yeah. and you don't have to deposit it, um, they fix that. Yeah, you can carry 99 just like a Final Fantasy game. Um, so they really kind of streamlined it. So it's still, like Monster Hunter, like these types of games are grindy. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. But they're doing their best to alleviate the grind. Well, there's more than that. Um, you, don't have to, you don't have to eat. You don't really have to worry about stamina yes. in the same way or, or breaking your weapons. Switching between classes, or in Monster Hunter's case would be weapons, is actually easier in Final Fantasy because you can save 20 presets. Which, so that covers pretty much every job. Yeah, you can have presets in Monster Hunter too. Um, that's, that's okay. Well, um, but I like how they have the AP system. Yep. Um, you don't need to worry so much about managing mana and stamina and your health. 
it's basically just your health and then your AP, which is stamina and spells and abilities. Yeah. Um, so as long as you can manage that, you're fine. Lots of customization. Um, so I like it. I like it a lot. Lot, yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Left. Uh, okay. lot, lots of uh, customization, too. Like, you can, out of the gate, mix and match quite a bit of class abilities. Like, I have Cure on pretty much all my characters when I'm soloing, and that's actually saved me quite a bit. And you can, like, haste as well, all that stuff. So that's kind of cool. But thankfully, you can't... I, I'm glad that I can't use every ability for every class. Some are, some are locked out, so... But there's a lot of, like, customization for your your loadouts, which I think is really cool. Yeah, and you can custom make abilities yep. as well. Like you can alter a cure spell or a fire spell kind of thing. Um, I still don't fully get how the crystal searches work. Um, it's weird how they randomly seem to assign you a crystal surge whenever yeah. you reach that point. Um, so I don't really get that just yet. Um, but I look forward to trying it out some more. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it is quite strange. Um the way that works like you're once you're over 100 they just kind of randomly proc and yeah, then you it, get random like, ones I, yeah you you it doesn't seem to be definitive on which ones are going to be available but there's a lot of different ones there's probably like 50 or more cuz every time i i see different ones yeah a lot of real ever see the same one a lot of subquests have you you need to access or proc a lot of those just to get the subquest completed also worth mentioning that uh, you can make your own little party of monsters to play by yourself too, so it, it is solo yes. friendly. Unlike Monster Hunter, which is very, very not solo friendly. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I think too, because like I don't know how the end game exactly is going to be in Explorers, mm. but if it's anything like Monster Hunter, you need to do it in a group. Right. So if you can at least do it with your monsters, it still gives you an option to tackle the end game yeah. in a solo environment. So I think I think this game is really fixing a lot of problems that. Monster Hunter does have. Now, Monster Hunter okay. is a great game, but I, I really think the, this game is just doing it better. I think I, They're making it more accessible. Yeah, I, I have to agree with that as a, a fan of... Not a big fan of the way Monster Hunter does things. I, I like the way this game does it. So it's going to keep my attention at least for the story, and I, I want to play some more multiplayer stuff because it's, that's really easy to do. So, yeah, overall, uh, I'm not disappointed with my, my purchase. It's not a bad, bad game. It's good. Play it. Or don't. Whatever. It's your life. You no, you should play. Um, <laughs> hey, did you guys see the the first look of the new Ninja Turtles game from I Platinum? I haven't looked at it. No. Uh, well, tell us about it, Left. Well, I, I, I just kind of watched, what's it, like, Mutants in Manhattan? Yeah. I'm just kind of wondering what this game is going to be like, because, like... I always, when you think of Turtles video games, like, when you think of, like, the NES and the arcade era, yeah. when they were hugely popular, so I'm kind of wondering if they're trying to have a little bit of resurgence of that. Well, the turtle, um, the turtle what, do guys, what do you guys think like, they're going to do with it? Like, it's not going to be based off the new movies or anything. Well, are you aware of the fact that the Turtles have, like, a successful series going on for, like, the last three or four years? Yes, I do. Yeah, okay. I do. Is that it's good, what too. Be based it's on? really good. I don't know. Uh, I assume... Well, well, Platinum did that recent Transformers game, right? Yeah. And yes. I hear it's quite good. Devastation. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if this Turtle game is quite good, too. Platinum has a good track record, uh, mostly hits. So I think this will be fun. If it's not digital only, I'm sure I'll buy it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's I love just, Turtles. It's just cool to see a resurgence in, in yeah. the Turtles video game. Yeah, I don't think... I mean, there's been Turtles... There's, like, a bunch of Turtles games throughout the years, but nothing really... No hits. No, that's the thing. I know they, they, 
they've kind of been around. And yeah. I, guess I played one from GameCube that wasn't too terribly bad, kind of like a newish arcade type game. Mm. Um, but I'm, I'm excited to see, especially because it's platinum, right? So, yeah, platinum's awesome. Play Wonderful 101 is great. I should. I, re- I recommend it. You should play that. Yeah. You guys both should. That's right. Uh, yeah, no, that's that's cool. Any any sort of platinum game is exciting. And you guys have anything else to talk about before we go to our topic? No? Quite silence? All right. Up next, we're going to talk about why are game consoles good? you picked the topic this week and he based it off of a video by Adam Carlick. Right, so I'll try to remember to link his video in the in the description so you can check it out yourself, but mm-hmm. I, I, we all watched it and we're not going to base it off of his video but that kind of got the spark going, so tell us, Seiji, about your topic and why you picked it and then we will discuss. Well, I follow this 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 guy on, on YouTube Yeah, and he he's really opinionated. Sometimes I agree and sometimes <laughs> I don't, but he really... He has a way of saying things that I like. Right. He has. He has. Most times, he has a, a unique, you know, way of thing. Uh, a, a unique way of seeing certain things. So he he posted a video about what makes a video video game console good, and he was saying, well, the 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 normal answer is that well, good games make a console, right? So if a console make uh, has a good library, that means that the game console is good. Mm-hmm. And but he goes. A little bit far further into he has an Apple Pippin, right? Yeah. <laughs> He's saying, "Well, the Apple Pippin is it's awful because it's, I've never heard of it, it prior to that video." He has an awful library of games, and then he has also a, a, what? What is the other uh, one? The other one, a I, Saturn or look for Neo. Neo Geo, yeah, Neo Geo. Oh yes, yeah, the, the Neo Geo CD. See, okay, yeah, which I would love to have. Yeah, and he was saying, "Well, the Apple Pippin." It's awful, yeah, but the, the, the console itself is, the, the technology that it has is pretty cool. Right. And he mentioned stuff, you know, that maybe was unexploited, but it's pretty cool. It was a little bit of ahead of its time and probably has connectivity and stuff. Anyway, um, and he's asking the community, like, what, what do you think? Like, is, 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 a, is a, what makes a, a, a game console, you know, good or bad? And, and, it resonated with me because I think that the Wii U is great, even though it's not really commercially successful. Not a lot of people know it. You have to be really in the niche market of Nintendo fans <laughs> um, to really appreciate it. I don't know. There, there's a bunch of stuff in there that so that makes it a, an interesting topic to you know to ask you guys what right. you think. Yeah. Uh, so my first thing I wanted to bring up for this is just so we can get this started is let's talk about our favorite consoles and why they're our favorite consoles specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sage, you might as well start. We know what your favorite console is. It's the Wii U. Yes. But why? What is it about the Wii U itself that is so good? Because in this case, a lot of us, mine and left, will probably say the games and all that stuff. And although the Wii U does have a lot of games, it's not a big library. So why? Why the Wii U? <clears throat> I don't know. I, I agree so much with the Wii U. You know, I agree with the concept that it has. I know that it's a little bit cumbersome, but 
I agree with it a lot. I, I think that it was the right move for Nintendo, even though it wasn't successful. I think it was the right move. They went with, with what they thought it was right, and they tried to fix the problems they had with the Wii, right? The, the Wii was a little bit uh, awkward in the sense that it wasn't very technologically advanced, and uh, some of the games were aimed to a different market, right? So in, in a lot of... A, a lot of that was part of the reason why it was so successful, but in in this in at the same time it alienated a a little bit you know the the gamers gamers right the 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 hard hardcore gamers, um, and with the Wii U they really focused on the games having really really great games, and although it didn't work, what I've played on the Wii U has been so compelling mm-hmm. to me Mario Kart Eight, Super Mario Three D World. Splatoon. I mean, all those games. I mean, to me, they're great. I think it has a great library. Yeah. I think it's a great console. I love it. He loves it. Uh, I like the Wii U as well. I imagine if the Wii U had come out in like 2009 instead of what was it, 2012? I think it was 2012. Yeah. yeah, if it had come out a few years earlier, I imagine it would have been so much better because then it would have been on par technologically with the other systems, plus had all the other great stuff that you mentioned. If it had come out a little earlier, I don't think it would be as niche as it is now. I think it would have been, you know, it would have brought Nintendo's rep up quite a bit. And that, that was around the time when the, the sales for the Wii was starting to wane a little bit. So it could have really pumped up a bit, I think. But it is a great system. I love the Wii U. But is it considered a great system? I think so. I mean, okay, so the, so the, some cons to it is that the, uh, again, friends and communication with your friend is awful. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's as we'll, we'll get later on and ask you a question. I'm going to ask you guys what you think makes a great console, but we'll get back to that later. Yeah. But yeah, it, it not having that, even no voice chat with your friends is kind of annoying. Adding friends is 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 a pain in the ass to do. And I love the Meverse. I think that's an awesome feature. That's such a great thing to have in the game. But you know, and oh, things like. Uh, you can't just put your Wii game in and play it. It's, and you have to go into the Wii menu, and uh-huh. that's annoying. Having their buy, their virtual console, which is great, but then you have to buy your Wii version again so that you can launch it right from it. It's a digital. You don't even. You should just be able to bring your Wii games right in. So things mm-hmm. like that, I think, are, are missteps. But the, in in general, it's a great system. Mm-hmm. Left. The the thing that oh. I would like to point out with yeah, the please. Wii U especially versus you know if we look at all the the modern gen with PS4, Xbox One, and, and Wii U yeah. is that the Wii U seems the Nintendo in general even looking at the Wii to the Wii U is they try to innovate a lot more than mm-hmm. their their competition does you know having the gamepad and the motion controls you know it's something that the other companies don't really you know you have your controller yeah. and especially if you look at the PlayStation controller that thing has barely changed since PlayStation One they've added like a few butts on the back and analog sticks i think that's pretty much it though um i guess four has also that touchpad thing but in 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 the the sheer look of it it doesn't look any different um so the one thing that nintendo really has for them going is is this kind of innovation and how things change a lot for them and you know that that's one thing that you know he really points out in in the video about what can make a good console and that is kind of the hardware that comes with the console and, and what how oh, sorry how is it doing things differently and i i hated the wii but the wii u gamepad i think it's great I like the Wii U gamepad. I do not like the Wii motes, but I, I am. I don't hate the Wii motes. I just don't like them. But I am pro Wii U gamepad. Yeah, well. I think so. So, Lef, your favorite system, and why? 
I mean, well, I already know the answer. You but. know, it's it's t- it's kind of tough because you know I I've always said my favorite system is is the Super Nintendo, and I'm st- I'm still sticking to that. All right. And when you watch the video and he's talking about hardware and and all this kind of fancy stuff that the Super Nintendo just clearly does not have. Um, well, at first so, time it was good. Oh, absolutely. But like, if you, I would still rather play a lot of Super Nintendo games than a lot of other games for other consoles. And sure, it doesn't have you don't have a friends list, you don't even have a, a home screen or DLC or internet capabilities on Super Nintendo. But oh. it's it's about the games. Um, I know that's that's kind of a cheap no, no, answer. I fair. find. But it's 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 what it is. It's it's about the game. It's about the experience you have playing the games. And I've always had the best experience on Super Nintendo. So it's it. I think that's what it really boils down to. Is, I mean, nostalgia is what plays. makes a good console is game experience. That I I think most of us agree with that for sure. Um, in nostalgia when the, when we think about the older systems comes into play a bit too. I imagine. But when you yes, think, absolutely. Yeah. When you think about the time when it actually came out, though, like this Super was a good system, on par or better than the Genesis, and I guess that was really its only competition. But there's some other systems that were technically better, actually, but did not do nearly as well. Yeah. Um, yeah so I'll, I'll just pipe in with mine is the PS2. Although I don't make that decision easily, I kind of love. I kind of love every system for something different. But if I had to, if there was a gun to my head and I had to choose one of you, the PS2. Uh, reasons why I love that system was backwards compatibility with the PS1. Uh, I love the PlayStation controller. I, I think there's a, a reason why it hasn't changed too much, and that's because it's really good. I like that it had uh, DVD player at the time. That was pretty awesome. And what else did I like about it? Like, I mean, the library is one of the biggest libraries out there. It's some of my favorite RPGs of all time. And if you factor in the PS1 library with it, then you just got an amazing system with you know, dozens of games for each genre for you to be happy with. And uh, I don't like the design of it. It's kind of ugly. Although the PS2, PS2 Slim is pretty cool. I do like that. Um, yeah, and there's a good music player. I didn't care about that so much. But I did like the DVD player at the time because they were expensive back then. And, yeah. And the graphics on par. It wasn't as good as the Xbox One, but or Xbox Original, Xbox Zero, as I call it. I know I know it was technically a superior system, but I didn't like it as much. Even, but I didn't really play one too too often. But it just didn't have the games that the PS2 had. It didn't have come close to the quality of the game library. And the GameCube was cool too, but it kind of has a Wii U scenario going with it, where there was a lot of games, but there wasn't that many games. Although there, there was great games on it, but like especially if you're an RPG fan, there's like two or three like actual RPGs, and then. And most of them are pretty forgettable. I mean, Bat and Kaidos is pretty awesome, and Tales of Zephonia were great, but but if you compare that to the PS2, it just... Like, if you were an RPG fan back then, the PS2 was the place to go. It was just... It crushed everything else. Good good system. PS2? Yeah. Great. I, best, I, I is it the best-selling console of all time? I think it is. I think it is. Yeah. And I'm not... I'm honestly not surprised. So, one thing that he brought up in the video was intended audience which I thought was a neat thing to talk about. Like, what was the uh, system intended for? And what did they focus? What demographics demographics did they go under? Mm-hmm. He brought up the Wii, how it was kind of marketed toward casual people. A lot of ads had old people playing. and uh, mm-hmm. Which I think that market has been taken by mobile. Um, but uh, Xbox One was... I would say it was created by the Wii. By, by the Wii. 
the mobile market. I think. I mean, the or, uh, or, casual or in part was created. By it you. started it. It was a pioneer, I guess, in that in that in that regards. Yeah. I mean, you had people of all ages playing it, so that was that was an interesting. They, Nintendo wanted to go for everyone, so they made a cheap, affordable system that had a gimmick that would appeal to people in general. Oh, motion control, that sounds fun. And so I, I kind of see that. So on the flip side, I wanted to bring up the my, two things from Xbox. So we had the Connect, which was supposed to compete with the Wii Motes, and I don't think Connect made anybody happy. And then there was also the X Phone, being initially I found was more about multimedia. They wanted to own your living room, and they've since changed their message more to be about gamers. But I don't think I think that blew up in their face. But there's two scenarios that I wanted to bring up, mm-hmm. discuss. Left, what do you think? Uh, you know, I think I think that uh, the Microsoft people have made the right decision in kind of changing that I kind agree. of mentality because I think that's really their market is their the gamer gamer kind of thing. Like they're especially when you look at Microsoft being you know the computer people, yeah. Um, where a lot of a lot of you know the PC gamers where they all kind of hang out essentially. <laughs> um, and I think they're trying to get part of that crowd. You know, hey, if you guys are going to get a console get the Xbox One. Um, and I think that's kind of how they've been approaching it. And I think things are working well for them. It's getting better. In that regard. Yeah, it's, it's definitely improving. Um, the X... Oh, shoot. I was going to say something about the Xbox One. It is good that they change their tune. Like, I think that shows that they can adapt, which is a good thing. Uh, but yeah, but the whole multimedia thing, the thing why I realize that I think that's kind of dumb is everybody has that. And it's either their phone or their computer. You don't need a console... That does everything, you know. Although I like Blu-ray player and stuff. Although th- that was the biggest selling point of the PS2, a lot of people got PS2s because it was a a cheap DVD yeah, player. Yeah, that is true. It was a cheap DVD player, which is as a kid back when I was in grade eleven, I think when it came out, mm-hmm. maybe grade twelve. And I love the fact that a DVD player back then, because DVD players were fucking expensive. And it's the same with the Blu-ray players. Even when the PS3 uh, was at its most expensive, it launched at like five or six hundred dollars disgusting price but blu-rays were even more expensive than that so yeah so that was ps2 and yeah. PS, ps3 i think they didn't make any money the console itself right they made I money think, off all the yeah. games and stuff i think yeah. they yeah especially with the ps3 they were losing money for a long time, for a long time. until they started gutting yeah. it a bit the ps3 was kind of a detriment to them for for quite, i don't think they made money until after they finished selling all ps3s well they turned it around like at first the ps3 was getting creamed by xbox and wii but over time, they started to make a lot of that back. I, I personally think the PS3 is the best of that generation, but in terms of games, at least. And and the console itself, I think the PS3 is my favorite of that time frame. Yeah. And PS4, actually PS4 is a favorite of this one, unless like 3DS is kind of close for me, but, you know, and that's a different topic or yeah. later. Discussion. But you see, Sony is the only one from from those three companies that I think could pull something like that because it's such a large corporation they have a lot of resources to do it. I mean, they have time. Like, for example, Sega wouldn't have done it you no. know, with a Dreamcast, for example. They just dropped it. Yeah, I mean, and Nintendo's kind of the same way. Like, they will, not a Sega, but they will pick something and then they'll stick with it. Yeah. And they have the money to do that if they want. They can, they could put another, like, three duds out, I'm sure, and the company would still be fine. Yeah. I don't know. Not at the, not at the same scale. Like, with the Wii U, they're just, like, kind of dropping it. Yeah, they are dropping it. But they've, they've held on for, like, a lot. It's been up for five years now. Almost. Yeah, that's true. 
Five years used to be the normal console well, recycling time. Five years in... Is it already five years or is it going to be five It's going to be five, five years, years in November, I think. Because it's, it's 2012. So it's going to be four years this year in November. Is it really four years? Yeah, because no, it, 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 it came out in November 2012. Oh, man. So in November 2016, it's going to be four years old. Oh, I thought you were that. So five it's years like, yet. It's, it's, it's a little bit over three years. Damn, I thought it was like a little bit longer than that. And people are it's already, people already consider it. Well, yeah. I mean, look at the same with the Vita, really. Yeah. Those two, and they're both good systems, technically. They just don't have the support. That's what makes them the duds. Yeah, so I think that what the first, to me, the first criteria to consider it a good console must be some measure of commercial success. You think so? I mean, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. But I mean, look at the Dreamcast. I think, objectively, it's a great system, but it didn't have great financial success, but it's still a good system. Yeah, but there's still a lot of Dreamcast out there. It sell well initially. Did it? Yeah. Yeah. It did. It just because of the PS2, they just oh, dropped man. it. PS2 just crushed. Like play, it's so fun. Like you gotta wonder this: what a scenario? What if the Super Nintendo, PlayStation, whatever, had come out? Like, what would what would I can't even imagine what the gaming world would be like? Because PlayStation just changed everything. It was such a massive like beginning. That was the real like real rivalry. I think that was. Sega and Nintendo had a good thing going, but Nintendo came out on top. But they didn't come out on top when it came to the PS1 or the PS2. They did on the Wii. But, you know, and now the PS4, again, is kind of winning these little quote-unquote console wars. You know, I don't necessarily see them as wars now as an adult, because I just, I get the ones I like. But as a kid, you you had to, like, side with the one that you had, because that's all you were going to have for a long time. So even if you didn't like the system, you better learn to love it. Because mm-hmm. that's that's what you had. But what, it, what I mean is... So imagine uh, there's a new console launching, right? Yeah. It's a PS5. Right? Oh, I want it. You already know that it's going to have some measure of success. Yes. And there's promise to it. So you, you will you will get it. Because you don't, have, you don't want to have... Like if it's Samsung comes up with a, with a console. Ooh. Right? Risky. And you're going to be like, well, okay, but who's going to have it? Because you don't want to have a console that... None of your friends have. It's hard to jump in the console business. Like, you have to have, but like, like, just because you're established doesn't mean you can't kind of fuck it up. Like, Xbox kind of screwed themselves out of the gate, and Sony took advantage of that and took and just it, it was weird because Xbox would have been like the favorite to go in. I think they would have done just as well as PlayStation, but their initial steps with with the way the, with the way news travels nowadays on the internet. It can't, it's not going to work the same as it used to. But most big electronic companies have tried. You know, Apple tried. Yeah. Um, they, NEC they, tried. Yeah. Fujitsu tried. Philips. Philips. Yeah. Uh, Pioneer. Trip, Trip Hawkins. Pioneer had these weird add-ons for the, the uh, like a BCE player they had in there. It had, it had an actual, an extension to play Genesis games. Weird. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of companies have tried. So I would say that you know it needs to have some sort of commercial success. Uh, you you need to know someone that has it. What about the Steam Machine? The Steam Machine is is it out already? No, but that's like a thing that's coming out. That's yeah. a new console. Yeah, kind of new yeah. computer. Well, the uh, the controllers are out. Do you guys ever use one of the new Steam controllers? No, I haven't. No. Have you? With the two touchpads? Yeah, yeah, with two touchpads. This, no, that seems counter to what I want when a controller. Like it's like the whole mobile <laughs> they're, thing. They're interesting. Um, I never, I didn't, I didn't get to actually use it in a game, but a friend, a friend we all know actually has one, um, and I was kind of just playing around with it. It, it. it feels really nice. Okay. But 
I'm kind of curious to see the practicality of actually using it. So interesting. So there was something else I was going to ask. I can't remember what it was. Well, a different thing then, I guess, and maybe I'll remember it. I want to know what you guys like in a console. What you want? Like you get to pick your console. What are things that you want? in a console left left google first because Sage and i've been kind of talking the most what what do you what's your idea for like your console what do you want besides games we all know we all want games yeah yeah no no naturally um you know if if i have to name just a few things you know the the first thing that really comes to mind is if especially if it's an established game company like a new playstation a new nintendo or a new xbox is backwards compatibility Mm -hmm. you know that's a that's kind of a big thing that i would like some of the other features like having it as a Blu-ray, DVD player are nice, um, but I, I would really, really think that all the games that I've purchased would still be able to be played on a newer console um, would be the best thing, so that way, if you feel like you want to get rid of your old console, you have that choice. Um, I like to hold on to the old ones anyway, so yeah, it doesn't matter that much. But not everybody does. Still, it's yeah, exactly. Um, so it's still a really, really nice feature to have. Um, so if I, if I would have to pick one thing that would really sell me on on if I was looking at two options, being like, well, which one should I go for? Backwards compatibility would probably be it. Um, another thing too is, I guess I guess a big factor would kind of be what your friends are playing. I like to play a lot of games with friends, so if I know more people, like I got a PS4 because I know a lot of I know people that have PS4s. I don't know anyone that has an Xbox One, so it was an easy decision for me to jump into the PS4. Because I know that I'll be able to play with my friends. So sometimes it kind of depends on on what your your friends are playing as well, and that will have a heavy influence on your decision. Wait, wait, wait a second. You have friends. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. You're welcome. So okay. how much better would the would the Super Nintendo be if it had backwards compatibility? Oh, I mean, awesome! Right? What a beast! That would be. It would be great. The Retron Five. You could play like any games on it. That would be amazing. I wanted before I give my um, my version of what Left just said. I remember what I was going to ask earlier. I wanted I want to imagine a world where Seiji grew up with the Xbox. Do you think you would be an X Pro right now? Do you? How much different would you have been if you didn't go with Nintendo and you you had uh, grown up with the Xbox and you were in love with the Xbox? Would you be like a Halo guy? Like, man, you know, <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. I cannot conceive. Okay. Growing up. In, in in the in in that era, you know why, why? I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you why. Against your programming. I was watching a video the other day. <laughs> okay. Right. And 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 I I always go and read the comments. And yeah, one, comments are fun to read. And one guy says, "Oh, remember the good old days when graphics didn't matter, like in the PS2 days." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What? We're old now, Seiji." Oh, but man, that is that is that is <laughs> so out of touch. Like a PS2 was was basically. The, its strongest point was that the games were amazing. You know that yeah, they, they were. They the videos still hold and cutscenes yeah. and graphics and explosions and shaders and you know all those. Some are still really good to look at today. I know. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought he was going to say like in the Atari great. days or Super great. Nintendo, where you had to imagine stuff because they were it was all like dots and stuff. He <laughs> said, <laughs> <laughs> "So I, I." I just, I just cannot conceive. I cannot conceive my world. Yeah. I mean, being being grown in the middle of like the fifth imagine generation or the sixth generation. Imagine how like you. I can't even like if you were programmed differently and you had been created during that time. Like I just wonder what <laughs> what your taste in games would be like. Like you'd want to make shooters. 
I know, I know. You maybe, hate color? Maybe like kids nowadays or, or, or 20 year olds, right? Yeah. It's not their fault that they, they think like this because that's what they played. I mean, we didn't have any control of I what, don't have... what it was being developed when we were kids. We'll put it in... We were just were thrown platformers left and yes, right. Yes, that's true. And we liked them all, right? It's funny you mention that. So we aren't the first generation of gamers. So we have uh, co-workers or head co-workers that grew, are older than us, 40 and 50 instead of 30 like we are. And they had played a lot of Commodores and Atari and stuff. And although I played a little bit of that when I was a kid, I didn't really, I don't really have much nostalgia because I was born a year before Nintendo came out. So when I was playing games like five or six, mm-hmm. it was all Nintendo. So I don't understand their nostalgia towards Atari. I look at those and I see a bunch of blocks and stuff. I'm like, I don't see any characters. Now. Where's my little Nemo or, or Mario, Mario or whatever. So, mm-hmm. so to me, I kind of look at like, I, we would say, oh man, Nintendo's graphics were so primitive, but then you'd have those, those gamers who were like, what are you talking about? Th- those are 8 bits. I remember when it was <laughs> 1 no, bit. I, I, I joke, completely yeah. agree. I mean, the jump from, from, let's say, the Atari to Nintendo wasn't as, it wasn't as, as aggressive. Well, as, the, as, as it was like from the Super fourth, PlayStation was a big one. From the fifth or to the sixth. Yeah. For example, right? Which one is that? Uh, PlayStation. The 64 to like okay, yeah. play PS2. Oh, well, even, no, that was a big jump too. That but, was a but, huge jump. But Super. And from the fourth to the fifth, it was Yeah, that was a huge jump. Like, yeah. I got on in the, on the N64 and PS1 much later than when they came out. So I was blown away when I, I saw those games because I was still, I think I was still playing a Genesis Spider-Man game up until like 97. And I was like, what is this magical machine? Why is it, how is it displaying all these polygons? Well, when I was a kid, I, yeah, I, I well, used to play like Atari. It was, it was the PlayStation era that really kind of started 3D. And then the PlayStation 2 that kind of perfected it. So you kind of really see the difference when you jump from the Super Nintendo to the N64 era. Yeah. And then the era after that was just it kind of being perfected in a way. That's how I would look at yeah, it. Yeah, we haven't had that big jump again. I think the next big jump will be real VR, I think, would be the next, like, massive jump. I mean, if you compare a PS1 to a PS4 now, yeah, of course, but it's still just 3D games. There's nothing, like, really overtly new. Like, going from 2D to 3D, that's a whole other dimension. Where, when are we going to get 4D games? Well, the, but like when you when you say real VR, you're talking complete science fiction. No, VR I don't know. I mean, just the world, not just Oculus Rift. Well, Oculus Rift, if they can somehow, if they can convey the feeling of touch by wearing gloves or something like that, yeah, I, I see it as that, a big leap. That's not Oculus Rift, though. That's just science fiction. No, but you that's not science fiction. fiction. You, you're thinking just in graphics, in, in the graphics. Yes, progress. I am thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really did change. So from, from from the sixth generation to the seventh generation, I would say the big change was both like open world games and connectivity. Yeah, actually, you're right. A really yeah. big, you're completely right. A really big jump was adding internet to consoles. That that is just as big as going from two D to three D. Like that changed everything. Like that gives you all these. Yeah, yeah. That's a, you're you're right. That's a great point. That's a huge thing. So I wanted to to jump in with. Uh, what I like in a console, and a lot of it overlaps with left, and I'm sure it'll overlap with you too, CG, yeah. but things I like in a console, multiple controllers, either many ports or more ideally nowadays with Wi-Fi. I want eight-player support if we want it. Like, uh, that's a big thing. Uh, internet connection, of course. I want easy ways to communicate with friends. I want a fun and easy-to-use interface. Uh, backwards compatibility, if I didn't already say that. I want something like Blu-ray support, whatever is at whatever is, you know, relevant at the time. A comfortable and sturdy controller. 
I don't want any motion control or gimmicks, and of course, access to great games. Those are what I want in a console. To me, uh, apart from from those things, but what would really sell me, and and, and and it's actually the the reason why I only have one console. You do it's the exclusives. That's a big thing too. Yeah. And I lean very heavily to Nintendo, Nintendo because I great. like I like those games better than all other types of games. So that's why I lean really heavily on the Nintendo console it's because great, of the exclusive. It's a good point. If you were to say to me, you can only pick a console based on exclusives, only exclusives, not third parties, blah, 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 then I, w- I would pick a Nintendo system every time. But when you factor in all the other types of games and all the other great you know, third-party publishers and stuff, then it still goes down to Sony systems for me just because there's more options. Even though I kind of love Nintendo more, like I love their characters and worlds way more than the most other series, but you get so much more to the other ones, unfortunately. No, I I would see you buying the if you had to pick one, the PlayStation. The, the exclu- yeah. There's exclusive, and I'm talking just first party stuff is not as strong as Nintendo. I would pick Nintendo's for first party only. Yeah, but the type of games that for now is exclusive in that in that way of it's only exclusive for that. That console. For that console, you cannot but play in that console else. you cannot play other types of games that are available in other platforms. That's why I think that in the current generation, having a PC and a Nintendo console, that's the best combo. Well, I think I had a PS4 and a Nintendo console, if you're a console gamer, is the best option. I don't like PC very much, because... Mm-hmm. Oh, which is what I, was, I thought we were originally bringing, bringing this topic in. I thought was a thing we were going to... Before I watched your video, I thought it was originally about why consoles are better than... Or an option over PC. And... Um, so with PC, I just, I don't like a lot of the, well, back in the past, I should say, I didn't like a lot of the games. Nowadays, they have access to most things, but I, inside the fact that I'm a collector and prefer physical games, uh, consoles, you, the games are going to work because they're built for that one machine as opposed to PC, which is very, like, st- everybody's PC is different. And so that's yeah, kind of a... PCs have more variables than a console would, yeah, and so that's, you kind of have to deal with that. I kind of like that about consoles more. Although, when it comes to modding and stuff, and online, the PC wrecks it every time. So, yeah, PC is like a great companion. If you have a PC and a Wii, you're probably fine. But the PC, PS4, in this case, has a shit ton of really good exclusives, too, so... If I didn't have my Nintendo bias, I, I would say PC is, is, the, is the... I mean, if you had to pick one, I would pick a PC. I wasn't really counting that as a console, which is why I didn't it, it is not. It is not a console, yeah. right? But if it I, has all the stuff that you mentioned... And there are, PC has the most exclusives, probably. Oh, well, I don't really like many of the exclusives for it, but you're right. And PC, if, if we had to, like, just, just on just games and the system itself, then yeah, PC's gonna win because I use a PC for everything else. But I'm talking about just games. Well, PC also has access to the entire Super Nintendo library in a way, right? In a way. So, so we're cheating. <laughs> yeah. Like from, what was it, like from 2001 or 2002 till, like 2014, I was a PC gamer. Yeah, I mean, I always had PC games, and like I play World of Warcraft pretty much the entire time it's out. So no, I wasn't a PC gamer in the sense like a PC gamer, yeah, like shooter either. type. Yeah. I, I like PC was my access to games. Even like I play a lot of emulator, yeah. Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Genesis, all the, all that stuff, and then I play indie games a lot and and flash games. <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah, I mean... Now, mobile, where, where's mobile in, in, in all of this? I use it when I go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Toilet 
games. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, mobile is, is another thing. I mean, a mobile PC and console, I think, are all different enough that they all have their own spot. Uh, mobile and handhelds, too, which are different, I guess, than mobile games, and what we're thinking, at least. So, I don't know. They all, they're all different. I don't know. Like, I could never pick this one of any of them. I know. They're all... That's why... If you were able to, like, let's not pretend that everybody can just buy everything, because that's not an ideal situation. Correct. Or not the regular situation. So, if you have children, children which are notorious for ruining your life and bank accounts, you might only get one system. Yeah. And so never have kids. Yeah, so my current arsenal is, I have, like, access to to mobile, which I I play a lot. You love mobile games. I I still play Clash Royale. I hear it's good. It's good. Um, I have my Wii U. Yeah. And I have uh, the computer, have a PC. So I'm and I'm You're happy. Only with, I'm missing ha- a PS4. I'm, I'm happy with all my options. Although I'm still like I would, I would love to to be able to play like Journey. You gotta get a or PS4 the Last of see, Us and stuff. See, like you would need that. You're not complete. I yet. think I think uh, the thing that I'm missing is a PS3. Really? No, PS4. <laughs> so we can play more games together that come out. I know. I know. You know, Journey's on PS4 as There's well. so many games that I that I that I want to play. That's kind of like my life too. Always, that's why I'm trying to get through as many as I can yeah. before I die. <laughs> well, when when the last Guardian comes out, Seiji, you're gonna have to get one. You're gonna fold. Well, I'm gonna let you guys play Pure first, pressure. and then and then I'll see. We will not tell you anything if it comes out. I, what I'll do to convince you, if it ever comes out, is when I come to the bonus barrel the following day and I'm crying. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> I, you know how you guys torture me with saying that Zelda is not coming out this year? Yeah. Okay, so The Last Guardian is coming out for the PS5. <laughs> if it comes out. <laughs> they said this year, Seiji, they would never lie. They're not, they're not <laughs> Nintendo, okay? We're going to get it this year. All right, all right. Yeah, that's a good point. But, but, un, but unlike Zelda, I'm looking forward to many games. Persona 5, Final Fantasy 15, mm-hmm. other ones that I can't recall. Zelda, also mm-hmm. looking forward to. Mm-hmm. But at least I'm not banking on one title. So I'm, because I'm such a robust, uh, gamer who plays so many things, there's always been something for me. I'm looking forward for this year's indie game of the, indie game of the year. <laughs> well, I think we already played it according to most people. Oh, it's last year's anyway. That's last year's. Okay. No, wait, it wasn't. It was Rocket League. Have you guys played that? Oh, Rocket League is great. I have played it. Yeah, it's fun. I don't play it much because I got it for PS4 and most people I know have a PC, mm. so I haven't bothered to play it. But it is really fun. Mm. Have you played it? No. Well, you should. Get a PS4. We can play it together. All right. Left has a PS4. Join us. Join us, Beijing. PS4 is for, the, for, for cool people. You're cool? No. Look at no. that hair. I only have the Wii U. That's, that's, but you could that's how be you cool. measure it. All you have to do is pay $400 and you're cool. It's not that hard. Just, not that cool, just yeah. be cool. If I try to go I, and buy a PS4, I'm going to be denied. No, they let you. No. Uh, you can say you know me. It's then they like you're a Nintendo fanboy. <laughs> eh? You're not going to appreciate that. Yeah. No. And they just throw like a Mario game at you. This is what you want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we've been recording for a little over an hour. Uh, any final words? Uh, let's start with Lef, who is remote, of course. A little bit of a lag, too, mind you. Did we lose Lef? Lef. Okay, I think we lost left. <laughs> I think so. All right, well, technical issues. Yeah, so left is gone. That's how excited he was about <laughs> about the Nick games coming out this year and, and Sage getting a PS4 that he dis- disconnected. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I guess that's it. So <laughs> cartridgeclub.org, we still put our episodes there. Great group. Facebook, uh, YouTube, bonusbarrel.com. 
I don't think I'm forgetting anything. So enjoy it. It's awesome. And yeah, left us messages. Can you hear me? <laughs> we obviously can't. So I'm sure left would say, see you guys later as well. Yeah. And uh, so thank you for listening. This is Rob. I'm Sandy. And laugh. <laughs> <laughs>